This is 251 Now with Kelly Finland, the go-to place for what's happening in our local community. The businesses you need to know about, local artists to support, restaurants to visit, community leaders making a difference, local topics you and your friends are talking about now. Good Sunday morning and welcome to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. I'm Kelly Finley. Excited to talk to you and introduce you to two great people who are here as a gift, yes, but also to help you be safe and be smart when it comes to security, when it comes to your family, your home, your person. As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you which company they're with, and then we get right to the discussion at hand. I will begin with ladies first. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Candace Stout, and I am the owner of Imperial Locksmith. And then there is... I'm Robert Stout. I'm just lead technician for him. Husband and wife team. Yes, yes. I love that. People people like to know those things because, you know, our stations, all four here, are locally owned and operated. And so we're really big on highlighting those who are doing the same in, yes. in, in, in our city. So tell us a little bit about your company. Well, we were founded in 2014. Um Robert and me, we had worked at other companies in the past, and we decided to open our own company together, and it's pretty much family-run and operated. My daughter helps with the phones. We have some family that also, other family that also help, and we have some family friends that help dispatch also. So everybody's from the local community, and um, we've been doing this, like I said, since 2014, and we just like to help people and want to make sure that they have the right information to know what to look for when looking for a reputable locksmith. I'm so happy you said that. So this discussion, this it, this conversation came about because I recently, um, I purchased an extra key for my vehicle, and we were talking about the importance of security, especially as parents. Yes. You've got kids going away to college. You have people locking themselves out. I mean, I have so many questions. What do you see on a regular basis, if there's a regular in your world? Um, there's not much of a regular in our world, I would say, but... A lot of lost keys is the main thing we do, people losing their keys and then coming to us. And we just try to let them know for their own safety and ours, we need to know that they're the actual owner of the vehicle. So lots of times we have problems with figuring out who the owner of the vehicle is Mm -hmm. and making sure that we're making a key legally for someone who owns the vehicle. That's That's a big issue. Yeah, Candace. I just think about how many people who are, those who are up to no good, I'm saying, how they easily can say... Robert, that's my car, so I need an extra key, or I need to get into that vehicle. What do you check for when you show up to um, um, a call and a person says, I need to get in that vehicle, or I need to get into that house? Well, most of the time, their stuff is trapped in the vehicle, so we can't check it at that time. But once we do unlock the vehicle, we will check it immediately. And if it does not line up, we will relock the car and not let them in the vehicle. Has that happened before? Correct. Mm. And generally, we check for the registration with their name on it and or an insurance card with their name on it and a photo ID, driver's license, state ID, something like that. And we usually go over to that information with them on the phone before we even dispatch out to make sure they know that they're going to need to have that so they're not wasting their time or our time if they don't have the, the information that's needed. That makes me feel good for those people who are up to good yes you know that you're that you're doing your due diligence to make sure because we're trying to protect the customers and the company at the same time you know we don't want to do anything that's not right so you there are a number of questions that you recommend that people ask if they're looking for a locksmith or they're in a jam so to speak well the first thing you would do is when you call the locksmith company make sure they answer with their name so you know that's the company you're speaking to, not just that they answer, Locksmith, can I help you? Uh-huh. It's best to, for them to answer with their business name and say who they are so you know who you're speaking to. 
You know, that's one of the big things. If that's a big thing, that means that you've seen the opposite happen. Yes. Walk me through that. Well, you just call a company and they just answer it. Locksmith, can I help you? So you don't know who you're speaking to. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, we answer our phone. Thank you for calling Imperial Locksmith. This is Candace. How may I help you? So you know my name. And you know the name of the company. So that's that's red flag number one yes. if they don't even say their name. Yes. Okay. And I would say red flag number two is if they show up on scene and their vehicle is not clearly marked with the name of the company mm-hmm. and the AESBL number because every company has to have it in the state of what, Alabama. What does that stand for? Elect, what Alabama Electronic Security Board Licensee. So having that, um, is it a, is it a sticker or is it, it, yeah, generally a sticker and like a four digit number? Okay, you have to. Everybody in the state of Alabama has to be a licensed locksmith. And so, in order to get that sticker or that identification, what do you have to go through as a business to be certified with with that verification? Well, you have to go down to the um, where are they located at? They're, I believe they're up by Montgomery. Okay, up by out Auburn. Uh huh. And they, uh, you got to take a test. They got to do your background check. They do all kinds of information, FBI backgrounds. And they, they check your company out, and then they certify you. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you just go through each employee, and they certify each employee, which you carry a badge on them at all times to prove that they're certified for the company that they're representing. You're saying that with emphasis. And then... um after that, you just every two years you got to renew, go through the same process of background checks, fingerprints, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards again. So it matters to have that. Oh, yeah. And you need to make sure when the technician shows up, if you're feeling iffy about him or something, ask to see his locksmith license. It should clearly state his name and the name of the company that he's working for. So, you know, if you called Imperial Locksmith out, his badge will say his name, and it will say the company he works for is Imperial Locksmith. So you know the person you called out is the person that showed up. That makes me so happy. I remember when I first moved here, and I had someone, a contractor, come to install cable. And I asked for their ID, and they looked at me with a puzzled look, and they said, oh, this is Alabama. It's fine. I don't know you. I don't know. And and, and, and exactly. the vehicle you have on doesn't – the vehicle you're driving doesn't even have a magnet that says what you where you say you work. I don't think so, partner. Well, yeah, because I wouldn't want someone coming unlocking my house or rekeying my yes. house and not knowing who they are because i mean that you could be just letting a stranger in your house you don't know what they're up to that's right especially in this day and age that's right security is a big big deal what else do we need to know um i would say one of the more important things is is when you're calling companies call quite a few of them get different price quotes so you know you're not getting ripped off like there's scare tactics a company will say we're the only company in town who could do this don't try anybody else don't believe that Call around, do your homework, do your research. I would suggest jot it down on a sheet of paper even or on your phone, what company you called, how much they price quoted you for, and then when you decide on what company to use, make sure that's the company that shows up, that their vehicle is clearly stated with their name on it Mm -hmm. because there's lots of companies around that don't have any names on vehicles. It would just say locksmith. So you won't know what company truly showed up because you may have called five companies And some companies will just show up without you saying, I want to use you. They'll just show up on scene and start doing work. It makes me mad that people would prey on people's emotions. Because when you can't get to your own belongings, from an emotional standpoint, it's tough. Yeah, it's hectic. People are, are, I would say, confused, dismayed. They're kind of nervous Mm -hmm. and just fumbling around. And it's good to just know ahead of time who you called, who's coming, your price quotes. 
make sure you know what you're going to pay before they get there, too. Because mm-hmm. they'll tell you one price, and when they get on scene, it's another price because they know they got you. Well, and how, you know? how do you how do you keep that from happening? Because if you talk, if dispatch is one person, mm-hmm. and then the person showing up is another. Well, what we generally do is when they call dispatch, we give them the price quote. Now, sometimes a price quote will be there may be other fees involved, and we'll let them know that. Let's say their lock is broke on their house, mm-hmm. we'll tell them it's a certain service call, but the price could go up depending on what we have to do to repair or replace. So they're you know they know ahead of time that the price may go up. Slightly. It's usually, I usually kind of give them a roundabout estimate what it may go up to, so they're educated to know before they send us out how much it's probably going to call them. Mm-hmm. I mean, cost them. But if the company gets there and says, "Okay, well, the price quote I gave you was just for me showing up. Now you have to pay all these extra fees, and you didn't know that, and they're already there on scene, and you feel like, well, I got to use them now because they're right. already here. Right. So. I tell them that, and then the technician goes over the price, the person who's actually coming, Mm -hmm. will go over the price a second time before he leaves out to head to that location. So you're getting the information twice. You're getting it from the dispatch you call on the phone and the locksmith who's coming to you. Very thorough. Yes, very. What made you get that way as a company? Had you been through something and decided that you wanted to be different? Yeah, kind of. Well... What it was is we would notice that the dispatch would give a price and the technician would just leave out. They would just confirm the address and phone number and get there. And then the people on scene would be like, well, that's not what they told me over the phone. But if the locksmith technician told them the same thing I told them, he could say, no, that's what they told you and I spoke to you also. Mm -hmm. So that way you have it twice. So they know what they told the customer and so they're not just saying that the dispatch told them something different. Oh, my goodness. Because at that point, you just want to get into your ho- your home or your, or your vehicle. <laughs> exactly. Robert, what are some of the uh, more unusual calls that you've had to respond to? I've seen people glue people's locks. I mean, it, it just Wait, all glue, kinds of stuff. <laughs> glue their locks. Like, like cr- clear glue on their locks? Yeah, like squirt in there or something, and an uh, old man can't get in his apartment now, you know, because there's some kind of conflict. It's usually a lot of, de- you know, domestic or something going on. And My mouth is dropped open. I've never <laughs> heard of that before. Wow. Yeah, that one was um, a family member had died, so there was a dispute on who was supposed to get the property. Mm-hmm. But he was legally supposed to have the property, but the other people were upset. So they kept on going and squirting glue in his lock so he couldn't get in. So he kept on having to call a locksmith to help him out because his family members were mad that he was the one who got the house. Thanksgiving, so. Thanksgiving with that family, not so nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I try to stay out of it. You never, we try as much as possible to find out if it's a domestic dispute to right. tell them, Okay, we'd prefer that you had a sheriff or a cop there or something because we don't want to put our technicians in any danger. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this day and age, you never know what may happen. So we don't want anybody to be in any danger. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things we, you know, when we're asking questions on the phone, we're trying yeah. to, like, dig a little deeper, find out, okay, what's what's going on? What's the problem? What happened? And, and there's a purpose. Yeah. Exactly. My goodness. That part, I mean, that sounds like a TV show right there. Just some of the things you probably see. My family has ever joked around about that. We should have a TV, a reality show. I'm like, no. <laughs> like with some of the stuff I, you see. I have to admit, I would watch. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about why now, this time of the year, you tend to see more calls coming into your business, what it means to be a, a female-owned business, and what advice you both would give to those young people like living on their own for the very first time when it comes to their security. Quick break. We'll be back with more on 251 Now with Kelly Finley. Stay right there.
Welcome back to 251 Now with Kelly Finley, having a great discussion with a husband and wife team who are part of Imperial Locksmith. Candace and Robert are telling me more about something I, once again, have never heard about. So, so Robert, you were saying that some people want to avoid calling a locksmith, so they take matters into their own hands? Correct. Like, they think it's a little cheaper to uh, replace the ignition to replace the key they lost, Mm -hmm. which I would highly not recommend providing that the ignition is in working condition because you're going to save a lot of money just making a new key to the ignition. So when you say that they're removing, they're physically removing the ignition? Yeah, drilling, et cetera. Yeah, they drill their ignition out, take it out, and then can't figure out why they can't get the one they bought at the store back in. Or the one that they bought at the store, the key still needs to be programmed, but they didn't install the ignition correctly. So if they would have just called us before they touched anything, it would have saved them a lot of money and time. I would think the way vehicles are made, and I know you've seen thousands in your career, but I would think the way vehicles are made, the last thing you want to do is dismantle something that, from a digital standpoint, could just throw everything off. Yes, exactly. That's why sometimes we're like... I'm sorry, we wish we could help, but since you've taken it apart, (laughs) there's nothing we can do at this point. Now you need to bring it to the dealer or a mechanic, a certified mechanic, because things have been destroyed that a locksmith cannot fix. Mm. But if you would have called us first, we could have just made you a key and... You would have been done, a ha- you know, within a half hour or something. Yeah, now you and a lot of money you would have saved. <laughs> that's right. And, and that's a big deal. Yes. Some of the calls that you've been on, um, or, or I should say, what do you look for when it comes to replacing a lock? Um, the type of material, is that does that play into how long it takes? What do people need to know? Because I just think this is very interesting about the hands-on part of your job. Okay, so sometimes people will get in there and their key won't turn. So they're thinking it's their lock cylinder. Well, what that really comes down to most of the time is that the key over time has worn down and the tumblers are not fitting properly in the ignition. Mm -hmm. So if you just bring the key back up to code, that's the first thing I would try before replacing. How do you bring the key up to code? Uh, We have machines that would bring it back up to a factory spec. Gotcha. It it keeps the wear, wear, brings the wear back up. And then the key will start turning. I've seen that hundreds of times. Their eyes must just glaze over. Like, that's all it was. <laughs> yeah, it's all they just need a new key, you know. Or the key quit working if they're not checking their security light. They could, you know, if they knew anything <clears throat> about that, uh, probably could save them a big rabbit trail. Because I've seen them go down, well, you need a new fuel pump. You need this. You need that. And the whole time it was just the key gone bad. Oh, man. And the way to check that is your security light on your vehicle. Okay. Speaking of security, oh, you want to add something? Oh, I was just going to say, with another thing we do now, too, is with everybody has cell phones. Right. So everybody can take pictures. Uh Uh-huh. So we like to utilize that. And if there's a problem with your lock, lots of times I ask them, can you send me a picture of it? Can you send me a picture of your lock that you're having a problem with, be it ignition, a home lock? a business lock, so that way I can get a more accurate price quote, let you know what we can do before we send somebody out. So that's a real big help nowadays with the cell phones and sending pictures. Instead of just sending someone out and giving them an estimated price, I can give them an exact price lots of times. So that way they know exactly what they're in for. And I know that that's what we did when we were working on my key because I had a vehicle, I have a vehicle and I had the, the, the key from the dealer, but I couldn't find my spare key. 
And I was just the whole I always love learning and the whole process of how you both handled that was just beautiful to me. Yeah. I, I immediately thought, OK, you need to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so much easier nowadays with cell phones and pictures instead of going out and looking. It's just send me a picture. Yeah. I can let you know within minutes what we can do or can't do even mm-hmm. or maybe recommend somebody else who I know who can do it because. If my company can't do it and I know someone else who can, I will let you know. <laughs> love that. Love that. We were saying this morning about how um, we are celebrating women all month <laughs> and every month. Let's just be real. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a female-owned business. Yes. You're, that seems one of a kind in your world. Yeah, especially for a locksmith business. It's yeah. very unusual. But, I mean, I enjoy my job. And, and Robert does help me out a lot. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I know everything, so I'm glad he's there to help. <laughs> she can't but, pick your lock, though. Yeah, I, I can. Pick, yeah, I can pick your lock. I can change some hardware. That's your bride. So, yeah. <laughs> so I am actually a licensed locksmith. I have my little card yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, I enjoy my work. I enjoy. I mainly do the office stuff more, which I enjoy the office and the paperwork and uh-huh. Robert to do the stuff out in the field. But I enjoy the interaction with the people on the phone and being able to help people. So I find it very um enjoyable for me it makes a difference yeah i like helping people do you find that you give young women um a different advice when it comes to security and locks and then robert i'm gonna ask you as a dad but mm-hmm. as a mama do you give young women um a specific advice that you really want people to know i would say mainly make sure you keep your identification on you so we can check everything. And also we know like with college students, the car may not be registered to you. So you may be worried like when I'm asking you all these questions on the phone about license registration. But we do take into consideration a college student. Your parents probably own the car and the insurance is in their name. So we can work with you on that. And also to have a spare key made ahead of time. So that way if anything happens, you are, you're already prepared for that. And if you call a locksmith company, do all the steps I said. Make sure they answer the phone correctly. Make sure the company that shows up is the company that you called, that it's marked on the vehicle. Ask for the locksmith license. Preferably, if you're a young woman, have a friend out there with you. Don't be standing outside by yourself because nowadays, you know, it's not safe for women, to, to, unfortunately, to be alone at night in the evening time. So call a friend to be there with you when the locksmith shows up so you're not a young woman out there with a gentleman you don't know, and I mean, from our company, I wouldn't worry about it, but I mean, you never know who's going to show up. So that would be a good advice to give. Don't be out there alone with somebody you don't know. That is great yeah, advice. We have had a problem in the past uh, with unmarked vehicles from out of state. They were going dispatch out of New York, and they were basically locksmith scammers. And they would just show up in town for a little while, and they would do a, a medium amount of work, and then they just disappear again. It just it scares me to think of that a stranger can have a copy of your key to your house, to your vehicle, to your whatever, and if they're a scamming company, mm-hmm. then now you don't know who has copies of that. And well that's well another thing to do for that is to go on Google. Okay. You can see all the locksmith companies that are in Mobile. You can check on their website, make sure they're licensed in the state of Alabama, look for the AESBL number on their website, make sure it's on the vehicle when they show up. Okay. And look at the Google reviews. That, that will matters. help you. But also know some of the Google reviews are fake reviews. So kind of do your research beyond the Google reviews even by calling, talking, see how you feel, use your intuition That's right. about the person, and make sure, ask them, is your company local here in Mobile? Like, we're strictly a mobile unit, so we don't have a storefront. Okay. So we let people know right off the bat, we're strictly a mobile unit. We do all our work out of our vehicles. Mm-hmm. If you are looking for a storefront, there is quite a few different storefronts 
in Mobile. That could save you money if you're just like making a copy of a house key or something like that. But we let them know we're strictly mobile, but we are locally owned and operated. I love the fact that you can encourage them to call other people if you can't meet their needs. That speaks volumes about a company instead yeah. of saying mine, 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 mine. You know. Well, and I also tell sure. them too, like. If you need a copy of something, we can come out and do it, mm-hmm. but it may be more economical for you to go to a storefront. I mean, I don't want people wasting their money. Right, right, I right. I mean, if I can save somebody some money and someone else can do it, that's fine. And then you really have a customer for life because they appreciate you looking out for them because well, in these times... I would hope someone would do it for me. I know, <laughs> so, that's I right. Mean, that's very true. All right, Robert, so what about you? As a papa, what advice do you give um, your daughter and, and, and her friends, things that they need to know as they're moving off to college, they're getting their first home, their first vehicle, what do they need to know? Well, for one, always watch your surroundings when you're driving. This may have nothing to do with keys, but... As they're approaching your premises to where you live, look behind you. If you feel someone's following you, pass your block. If they keep following you and you're still not at your house, don't go home. Just keep driving and see how far they follow you. If they turn off and go the other way, then you know it's probably pretty safe to go on home because I have seen a lot of people uh, in this business that were uh, basically carjacked at their doorstep. They've taken their purses, took their keys, took their car, and they took they just took off with their car and left the lady standing on the porch. Thank God she was unharmed. And I asked that question, not leaving our young men out, because we have both. We've got a daughter and two sons. We care about their safety. But, you know, it's always encouraging to hear other parents give advice, especially for those who um, are, are, are being raised to be more independent. And as independent as you are, yeah. you still got to watch your six. I would say the one word of advice he always gives our daughters, both of our daughters, walk around in your car before you start it. There Check you. your tires. Make sure they're not flat. He's always <laughs> telling them that. Walk around your car. Walk around the premises of your That's car. Right. Make sure you know everything looks safe before you get in your car. Look in your car before you get in your car. Yes. All right. As we wrap up, I do want to ask you, why now is, do you see the uptick in phone calls? Um, I think a lot of it is because of it's tax time. And now, plus this year, the stimulus checks, when they start coming in, people are going to buy more cars or buy an extra key for their car that they already have, or the dealerships will call us to make a spare key before they sell the car. So the more money people are spending out there, or even more people are just out shopping, so they're locking themselves out of the car more. Oh, my goodness. on rainy days, it seems to be busier also because people are more in a hurry. So when you're in a hurry, you tend to get your keys locked in your car Mm -hmm. or you lock your keys in your house because you shut your door and sometimes the handle just locks automatically on you. I feel like you're pointing a finger at me because that has happened. (laughs) It's actually happened to me before, too. So when the locksmith is locked out, oh, my. I had to call him. I'm like, you're never going to you're never going to believe what I did. I shut the door and the keys are inside. Nobody's uh, (laughs) immune to it. I'm sorry. I've had police officers. I've had. Uh, numerous accounts you of professional it. people. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. And I don't pick on my tongue. Look, I carry three keys on me. If that tells you something, I'm, I'm a little concerned for my own. That's right. That's good advice to have that extra key. I always tell my children, because um, we now have a, our oldest is driving, and I said, um, put your window down whenever you get out the car. Mm-hmm. Just whenever you get at the gas station, because I've done it before, where I've closed the door, door and it just locks on you. And you're just mad, staring at your keys. I've <laughs> done that with my, <laughs> I hate to say, it's kind of embarrassing. I went, drove into the store, shut the door, and the car was still running. And 
And I'm like, uh-oh, the car's still running. That means the keys are in the car. <laughs> so there again, I had to call him and be like, um, I've locked myself out of the car and the car is running. So, I mean, no one is immune to it. I've done it myself. Just getting in a hurry, just in doing yeah, stuff So don't like feel that. bad if it happens. Don't be embarrassed. It's just something that happens. We see it daily. You too. I so appreciate you joining me. You gave us wise tips to be safe and be in the know when it comes to our family and ourselves and what to do if we need to find a really good locksmith. I recommend you call them Imperial Locksmith. Their phone number, 251-447-4588. You also can find them on Facebook, Imperial Imperial Locksmith with an S, Mobile, Alabama. Thank you both for joining me. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Anytime, anytime, and watch your keys. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us on this edition of 251 Now with Kelly Finley. Have a great day and a great Sunday. We'll see you back here. Same time, same place. Happy Easter.